podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So hello and welcome back to Blues Focus, where today we're going to be doing the opposition review. Uh, today I'm glad to be doing, uh, joined by Cozzy from the Take That Chance podcast. How are you, mate? Yeah, good time. Yeah, still getting used to the season starting, to be honest. It's been a whirlwind for us. Mm. Finished in, uh, obviously finished at Wembley. It's been a quick turnaround. And yeah, well, yeah. we had last week. I don't, about, I don't know how you felt being in the ground in July, but... Mm. A good old World Cup, eh? Yeah, World Cup. <laughs> uh, it would have been nice to have had the World Cup, but of course FIFA decided to have it in the winter in Dubai, oh, so yeah. not Dubai, <laughs> Qatar. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, our upcoming fixture tomorrow, Friday night. Uh, uh, what, what we can expect from the Terriers and how we th- and how Cosy thinks the uh, Huddersfield are going to get on this season, which uh, is kind of my first question, actually. Uh, your game, your first game of the season, which we briefly touched on there, was uh, Burnley. It was a 1-0 defeat. Uh, but how did you feel like you got on in that game? Yeah, we were very poor to be honest. It's been a very turbulent off-season from probably from the moment John Moss didn't give us that penalty and the VAR didn't give us the other <laughs> one to losing as manager and then later on losing losing our manager kind of three weeks before the season and then losing mm. his two best players in the week uh, Leading up to games, so it's been a far from ideal uh, start to the season. Obviously, a rookie coach coming in, just kind of uh, Danny Schofield promoted from within. Uh, mm. The chairman says that was always going to be the plan once Carlos moved on, but I don't think anyone expected it to be so quick. So, yeah, it, it looked like it was, to be honest, Tommy, a, a rush pre season, not a lot happening, players kind of not connecting with each other. Obviously, we've got quite a new pl- lot of new players in players last season who uh, Carlos Cobran didn't kind of see fit to be in the first team was starting last week. And I suppose you've got to look at who we were playing as well, obviously. Uh, yeah. Vincent Kupner, the Burnley Revolution, starting their uh, full of energy, full of optimism, really good signings. Uh, Josh Cullen were brilliant on the night. And yeah, we were a poor second. I mean, I know the scoreline only said 1-0, but to be honest with you, it, it were flattered us. And uh, yeah, disappointing. They, you know, we didn't really land a blow in the game. Mm. No real, we didn't even get stuck here. We didn't have a shot on target. We were at home, first game, big crowd in there. And yeah, so disappointing. But you know, football works is very black and white so already after uh, 90 minutes, the pressure's on. But, yeah. uh, so it's going to be an interesting game uh, tomorrow night. And yeah, it's. Uh, I remember I came to the game at St Andrews in, I think, well, late Feb, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, you were in a bit of a uh, state at that time, to be honest with you, but we were rolling and yes. I mean, we, yes. we beat you so comfortable. Mm. Uh, you were very poor. and Very poor, you know, yeah. I, I, honestly, but... It's a totally different team, totally different coach. Obviously, you're, you've got a you know kind of new owner now, new manager, used to this mm. obviously boy has gone. So it's it's two teams really that are pretty unrecognizable from uh, when we played only a few months back. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, like our new ownership is like a complete merry-go-round with all sorts <laughs> of stuff going on about a bit. Um, but we won't get into that because that is just like a nah, an hour and a half part. of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> never-ending story level. This honestly yeah. it just doesn't stop. Um, but speaking of which, uh, you've had a transfer window in which you've had um, uh, your left back and your best central midfielder go. I mean, like y- you've got a fair bit of profit from them. In fairness, you did get ten million for for the both, uh, not for the both of them, in the total for both of them. Um, with that money coming in, like, do you see anybody being replaced with it, or is it just like a bit of a? Is it disappointing to see them go both to Forest? Yeah, it's almost like a double kick in the uh, you-know-what's really. Not only did they obviously beat us in the playoffs, they took, and you could argue, Olympiacos, obviously owned by the, the Forest owners, took our manager as well. So it's like kind of treble uh, kicking really. But obviously Premier League's big uh, big beast in it and you can't blame the guys you know, for going really and that as well. And 
Yeah, we've got replacements, but I think the thing is, Tommy, where we've not really re- uh, replaced the, the full-backs, uh, midfield. We had a guy come in uh, called David Kazuma, played at MK Dons. He's already out for a month, can believe he only played 40 minutes, came on as a sub, he's done his hamstring. So that's a big blow for us. Matty Pearson, who were a rocket at kind of the back last season, he's out for six months, maybe the season, if you're led to believe, uh, broke his foot. Yeah, and obviously we've, we kind of sent a guy called uh, Jack Radoni, highly rated AFC Wimbledon midfielder, but again, these guys have never played championship football, so it's a big ask. And what Danny Scofer did last week, he kind of went with a tried and tested the, the players who, to be fair, Carlos didn't use quite a few of them, but mm. he, uh, yeah, and it backfired really. It, it looked a team, you know, that didn't know each other, players yeah. that were a bit out of their depth. But the trouble is, Tommy, it's one game. We were playing a good side against Burnley and it's it's been a weird pre-season, we, really weird. We were playing like two teams every kind of Saturday for like three Saturdays, mm. so it really odd. And yeah, I think it's an easy thing to throw that because it's been that's been the talking point this week. It's like, well, hang on a minute, this the, this actual team's never played together that played last week, and yeah, it's uh, it's a big loss. I mean, Lucio Brown, massive. He gets us mm. up the field, uh, and obviously he's not there, but we're going to have to learn to live without him, Tommy. But I suppose if last week's yeah anything to go by, I think the the big thing for me if we go to St Andrews tomorrow. And put in a performance like that again, then I am worried because yeah. obviously, with again, with no disrespect, the opposition is, I don't think, it's as strong as Burnley. But if mm. we're, uh, yeah, if we're, if, I mean, to be honest, for me, it's really weird, but the performance is, is just as much as a result tomorrow for me. I, yeah. I want to see a big reaction. I want to see, you know, going, you know, trying to win the game, to be honest with you, because I think just last week, might have been when we were in the Premier League in 2017, 18, 19, mm. where we kind of just sat back and invited Burnley on. I think in the first half, we had. 20-odd 4% possession, I, I think, bloody hell, did we actually get promoted at, in the end? I and mean, this is a Premier League game because, yeah, it was crazy. But, yeah, I want to see a bit more go forward tomorrow. But I won't lie, yeah, I think any town fan who were there last week, yeah, we can say it's the first game. And I think everyone's in football now, everything's black and white and no one gets any yeah, time. Yeah. But, yeah, I want to see a lot more tomorrow night, that's for sure. Absolutely. If I was, is that the sort of mentality that you're going into the game with? Like, we've just finished in the playoffs. Did we, where, where did you finish last season? Third, was it? We finished third, 80, mm. 83, four points, I think it was. And that's why well, it's incredible yeah. season. Beyond those wildest dreams, just as we kind of bet you, I think in February, we went on this ridiculous run. I think we won seven out of those last eight and only drew the last one. So we were, we were never going to challenge Bournemouth, to be fair. They, they were away and gone uh, with Fulham. Mm. But yeah, it's. Uh, Man, how could, you've lost the man who kind of spearheaded the coach, the you know, the guy who kind of got it all together, and you, you know, obviously you made left back. You go forward. I think that's what worries me a little bit, Tommy. Kind of the fullbacks. Uh, I just think in, in modern day football, your fullbacks are huge, pretty much. You know, you, mm. you've got to ask them to do both jobs. And we've got a guy called Josh Ruffles. To be honest, he didn't see much of first team action. He was always, uh, you know, behind uh, you know the, the fullbacks last season and came on and yeah he had a tough night uh, against Burnley but what do they say we go again it's going to be a fascinating game I'm really interested I mean mm. even God it's first week in August but again I'm looking for a you know a, a reaction obviously yeah. you've got a good uh, good draw last week so you'll be coming into it with a you know quite a little a lot bit of confidence of first, yeah first home game uh, are all your stands back open yet Tommy is that still there no, uh, no they're still down yeah. they're still down you're wow. going to have to enjoy yeah. a, uh, a half empty <laughs> stadium of atmosphere yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, we've got it. Yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's for us. It's going to be interesting, but I, my, my, I want to see just a good. But honestly, I'll take a woman now, Tommy, with a really good performance and something to build on because there were nothing to build on last week. Is it surprising to see a team that finished in the playoffs start the season so poorly? 
I don't think so because of the mitigating circumstances. It was short yeah. pre-season. We lost the manager. We didn't lose him straight away. It wouldn't have been so bad if he kind of walked after the final. But, yeah. the, you know, it went on for two, three weeks. There seemed to be a breakdown in with the powers that being, at, you know, at Huddersfield, the transfers, I think a couple of deals he had lined up, Carlos, and they wouldn't push him through. And obviously that, that would annoy me a little proud and tough look because, like, yeah, you think you can get them out there. But to be fair, they didn't play any of his pre-season games. So, yeah, and, and the opposition, so... Yeah, ideally you'd like to come in there and, and come in. But I think there's a lot of teams with that short pre-seasons and, and strange pre-seasons. I think a lot of teams, I know the Premier League and a few have gone on tour, but I don't think many in ours have. I've noticed they're playing like local games. It's, it's been a bit strange, but but again, we've got a new coach with his, well, supposedly new ideas. We didn't kind of see much of that last week, but obviously uh, it'd be interesting to one and how it sets it up. And you've got a guy like Josh Caroma who in the COVID season, he was brilliant. Honestly, we were... Mm. This guy, but were, were lecture, one of the best players in the championship. I were thinking we'd take some offers last season. Uh, Tommy, he never got a, a, a kick pretty much from about Christmas onwards. He didn't even make the squad for the Wembley. Wow. Uh, and he played last week. He was subbed off after 60 minutes. He was really poor. So I think there'll be a few changes from the team last week. Uh, that takes his place at St Andrews tomorrow. But again, our old friend, uh, Mr. Bakuni, what did he play up front mm. last week? I saw some, some weird well formations. Yeah. yeah, mate. Mate, the thing is, mate. He, as you know, he can do anything, man. He might get sent off for two foot tackle. He might. Yeah, he's got a thirty yard of free kick and stuff <laughs> as well. So, but we'll have to be on his guard against him. But yeah, yeah interesting times. Like this it's never dull, but it's just a bit frustrating for us from a fan base. It's you always know in the championship if you lose the playoff final, you always know your your best players are vulnerable and things. Yeah. So it's Absolutely. yeah. And to be honest, so maybe his business, uh, you know, might not be done, but it's. Uh, yeah, he's got to find solutions, says uh, Danny Schofield, or otherwise he'll be under pressure early on. And it's crazy to say that and after one match, bloody hell. Mm, yeah. I mean, like with the fixtures that you've got coming up, I don't know whether I'm testing your knowledge of it here of the opening first five games or anything, but with the first at least three games, so you've already lost the Burnley game, you've got us tomorrow night, and I don't know who you might have afterwards, but would you be expecting at least six points from these next two games, or will you be happy with four or anything? Like yeah, yeah, honestly, like I kind of said, I mean, I hope we go to win. I think, to me, the intent is as much as what we get. Tomorrow, obviously, I don't want to lose, but I yeah. want to see us attacking. I want to see us going. I want to see something a little bit different. And it seems crazy when you've just come off a season of 83 points and, and mm. pretty much nearly promotion it. The officials have done a job at Wembley and what have you. But it's like, I just, some of the football were pretty much kind of sitting there and, you know, kind of, they could go all and stuff. You saw, I don't know if you watched the player but that was us all over. We were like an hour, we kind of just sat there, game of chess, can we get a nick of goal and stuff? And honestly, a little bit more than that, to be honest with you, and as well. But it's, uh, I think you'll be, you'll be looking at it though, thinking we've got a chance, you know, building on last week's uh, good point and uh, home game. You know, it's like the first home game. Hopefully, everyone should be up for it. I know you've had a bit of a, again, turbulent summer, as always seems to be up. Birmingham, absolutely. changes off the field, boardroom changes and stuff. So, I don't, when I went down last year, I kept hundred percent the, the fans were out of love with the not just the team but the club. I, I felt they were real. Uh, oh, yeah, heaven knows it. Well, it did feel a good place to be, really. No, it's a toxic place to be at the moment because there's no trust with anybody. It's always very on and off, and mm. yeah, I don't know. There's no clarity with anything, and I suppose with a team that's that obviously you being a Huddersfield fan, it's. It's, it's harsh for you to see it even more because obviously you've just come that close from being promoted back to the Premier League to losing your manager after he'd done such a great job for you last yeah. season. 
you know, it's it's what happens to football fans, unfortunately, and it's what turns football fans away from the team that they were so invested in. So, I mean, like with think- that Burnley game, was that the sort of feeling you got from it? Like the club was sort of slipping back into being a Championship club again, almost. Yeah, I think that. I think trouble is, I think you get delusions of grandeur a little bit sometimes at Huddersfield, then because by all when all said and done, it's like you know, yeah. You know, we've got a proud history like like many clubs as well, but mm. it was a bit of a freak season. We came from nowhere, a bit like when we went up in 2017. No one obviously tipped us, you know, last season to get into the Premier League. So yeah. the reality is, you know, we're always going to sell as best players and things like that as well. But it's just, I think, to the coach underpins it. I think the one thing I consoled myself at Wembley, despite, you know, kind of, kind of a sick defeat was, you know, but yeah, but the players will be hungry. Obviously, Lee Lickles, keeper of the year last year, signed a new contract. Sober Thomas, Welsh international, mm. signed a new contract. You're thinking, Carlos, are you going to be messing about this season? He'll be staying. And then you've got like, you know, other players who all that the taste of like the promotion, you know, of, of pushing as well. So they'll want that. But, Obviously, it's a much different kind of setup there at Huddersfield now, so it's going to take time. But the the things with Danny Schofield, they used to play for us back in, you know, I think we're like kind of late 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 noughties, uh, mm. and he was a bit of a kind of a, a hero really for us. Uh, kind of striker scored a big goal in a playoff semi final, I think. So I think the fans will give him that back in as well, even though again I think a lot you know, others might say, well, it's a cheap option, typical Huddersfield. Why didn't they go and get another, you know, promising young manager? But remember when Carlos came, no one everyone like, what have they got in from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he ever done and stuff? So it's like and this is I suppose you'll be getting it with John Eustace. It's like people have been picking yeah. holes in his past and you know and stuff. It's mm. really interesting because Lee Bromby who was the director of football the show is a good friend of mine. And I used oh, to really? watch him play at Watford and John Eustace, John Eustace used to play alongside yes. him. He leave centre back and John was I'm sure he is now midfield and the real good player with John. And uh, yeah, it's interesting obviously that the both obviously Lee got a coaching badge, but ended up like being director of football and John Eustace obviously yeah, yeah, managing you. Yeah. So but I know I it works in football, the crowd will be on it. Honestly, it's, it's, would you want their job of being a coach or manager? Not for me, man. I know they get paid no. <laughs> Honestly, but come at end of August if we lose on um, tomorrow against you and then kind of the week after maybe get knocked out of the cup against Preston Tuesday it's be like mm. already oh, man will be a knife sharp and it's a mad job mad world it is yeah it's a, it's a I can't think of the right phrase but it's like I don't know hunt will be hunted almost because it's like you've got yeah. to win games you've got to play attractive football yeah. you've got to get the fans on side you've got to get the players right but you, you've obviously lost Toffolo and O'Brien but yeah. who is your danger man? Who do you think is the guy who's going to change things? Possibly tomorrow night. Who do you think is the guy to sort of change it? Yeah, I mean, he had a really poor game last week. But again, it's first game pre-season and what have you, you know, kind of starting early. But obviously, Sober Thomas mm-hmm. uh, was a massive part of what we did. Not only just kind of what he does kind of on the pitch down the wing, but he's, he's really, we were so good on set pieces last year. I think, I think only one of the team maybe who scored more goals against us. Have I said that last week? Some of his comments were a bit, oh my word, what's kind of going on here? Yeah. But yeah, I think if anything good comes from us, you know, it will be, uh, you know, will be from him. Uh, you'll have to obviously keep an eye out for him and that as well. But yeah, it's, it, I think he'll, he might start, you know, Jack Rodoni, who's kind of uh, a promising young midfielder. I think Bristol City and a few other teams were after him as well. So it's always good when you kind of beat, allegedly, some other teams to his signature. And that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, it was such a low bar last week. I, my, fr- my, my friend who like did a match out of 10, people getting twos and ones. So yeah, yeah. it was a low bar. But, but he came on as a sub and, and enough. I mean, just the minimum, really, a bit of energy, a bit of skill. So yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he, he might be the man. But there'll, there'll definitely be changes in our team. I, I think tomorrow as, as well. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting game. I mm. 
honestly, I'd take a good performance in the draw now, Tommy, but, uh, you know, anything else would be a bit worry, really, for me. Yeah, I mean, I'd take that in a heartbeat, especially after the season we've just had. I'd yeah. gladly Let's take... check hands and we'll just watch Commonwealth Games, mate. Just... <laughs> yeah. Slap the game off. We'll just do Save a virtual handshake between us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, um, it'd be a positive sort of note for the Blues fans, particularly if we're knowing that a, a, a playoff team last season are starting to look a bit worried about it, which is something that maybe we should take into consideration about being a bit more optimistic because... You know, it's like we have John Eustace, we have a decent team, but there is always that danger of obviously getting too overexcited about everything. Yeah. And then, you know, we actually suddenly get reality checked and it's like mm. 2 0 defeat. But I suppose one thing I've asked actually is like, what's the formation? What's the sort of setup that the team play at the moment at Huddersfield? Yeah, it was an interesting uh, kind of lineup last week as well. So we kind of went with a little bit. What, what we've done before. So Danny Ward, the problem is last week, we had one up front with Danny Ward who scored a lot of hard goals this year, but he was so detached and like the midfield kind of four were, were nowhere kind of near uh, him. It's also sort of a big gap. So Burnley were kind of bringing the uh, the ball out, you know, ball up to quite easily really and kind of getting in behind us and stuff. So there were just big gaps between, you know, kind of players as well. So a lot's going to depend on who, who he picks as well because, uh yeah, we've signed uh, we've signed a Japanese uh, international from from Dutch team and that as well, and he's a left-sided uh, defender. So whether he'll he'll kind of slot in, it'll be interesting, you know, to see. Uh, Romani Edmonds Green, the guy we, we had on loan uh, to Rotherham last season, and got really uh, highly rated from there. They obviously got promoted and stuff has come back to us, so he'll be uh, you know kind of lining up at the back as well with Tom Lee's trusty kind of veteran who were brilliant for us last season. And yeah, he probably will get Josh Ruffles uh, at fullback. But yeah, midfield's going to be anyone's guess, to be honest with you. There's rumours that Dwayne Holmes, who kind of mm-hmm. had a really good season last year, is going to pay the price with Josh Caroma, uh, who, you know, would really put them to a really poor last week. But to be fair, you could have had six or seven uh, covers yeah, yeah. as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting times, really. But yeah, I'm not... <sighs> Honestly, I, I could see three or four, you know, changes from, from last week, but it's a mm. difficult one. Because we were saying at half-time, God, if you were like Mourinho, even after the game, you'd have been like three, four subs, but he gave them 15 minutes and we knew it's a bit of a brutal thing, wasn't it, in the first game, a new coach, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know about losing just, just a right, right, guys, mm. you're off, you're off. So basically we wasted 15 minutes just uh, watching these guys do nothing else and then, yeah, then the changes come. Tino, uh, I mentioned, you mentioned the guy that's got a good, uh, Tino Anchorin, so mm-hmm. he, uh, the unknown from Chelsea last season, we got him in January last year, he would never fit, it really weird, he, he, he gave us one cameo in a game at Coventry back end of last season, we were really good and last week when he came on a sub, I'm sure he'll start tomorrow, but he had a bit of a bulldozing run when he kind of moved to a free for him, he was really highly rated, he was really weird, he was unknown in Moscow and, uh, he he had like an eighteen million pound. If they if they were to sign him from Chelsea, they they had, they had to pay eighteen million pounds, which were a bit mad, really. Yeah. So obviously, I don't think he were ever worth that, but I think they no. think it's that highly rated. So it was a bit of a cool, really, to get him back this season. We're all looking forward to see how he is, totally, you know, fit and uh, and healthy as well. And re- it's a bit, really weird story, but uh, after Wembley, I uh, I went to a bar right next to the ground, was like John Soros and that as well. And he yeah. came in with Levi Cowell, who were uh, our centre back last season. And I got mm. having a few words with you. Tino never played, he never put him on sub. And I thought he'd be absolutely like raging with everything and like, you know, maybe slagging the club, but he was none of it. He spoke really highly. And obviously, Carlos maybe lost a little bit of faith in him. He's mm. gone. So I think once he's gone, Tino was like, right, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Man, I'm going to have more chance of playing. So yeah, watch out for him. He's really good. He'll, uh, 
yeah, even some of Thomas on the day, you know, they could be as like as good as anything in that division. But it's uh, yeah, we need to be a hell of a lot better than last Friday, uh, Tommy. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. With those two that you've just mentioned, does that give you a bit of a bit of optimism, perhaps, to make you think that you could win tomorrow night? Yeah, definitely. Because God, again, it's like I'm going to go here, but. <laughs> or Norwich or you know no. I think I think that's just to me it's like I'm always looking at Max because obviously you've got a few changes in your team John Ruddy's goalkeeper now isn't he mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well and, Luton, uh, yes. yeah it's well against yeah it's well against Luton and, and that's a good draw that I mean I know it's it's like early days but you know coming back from Kenwood Road with a point everyone mm-hmm. they'll cliche it's a tough place to go acceptable <laughs> yeah so but again I just can't get out of my head yeah I know we were flying last year and you weren't flying and, and what have you but I'm just thinking we were so much better than you then it's like and obviously we, we've we got in now and a new coach I think we've got, we can't expect that kind of performance and I expect you to be a lot better than that Saturday yeah. afternoon so it, it'll be so interesting much changed teams two different coaches trying to put the stamp on their, their new clubs it's uh, yeah I think it'll be an interesting uh, evening there yeah it should be a good game I think um, I think both of us as it might seem that we both might take a point early on here because I yeah, we've already agreed it, Tommy. Yeah, it's been cancelled. Save everyone's petrol. It's too expensive anyway. So yeah, let's watch just, on the uh, telly. Watch on the telly. <laughs> yeah, it's an iPhone now. You can buy it, can't you? Oh man? yeah, for these <laughs> these weird games. But mm. yeah, honestly, it's really weird, Tommy. We got this first game on Friday. Then we're playing you Friday. They've just moved the game against Blackpool to a Sunday because uh, some rugby's on on a Saturday. I oh, think see, Sunday yeah. Saturday afternoon football. Uh, we had loads moved in the last season. It's yeah, it's yeah. a bit alien to us. So. Yeah, the... it was frustrating with that, wasn't it? That game getting moved, that well, it's ridiculous for that, yeah. wasn't it? From our point of view, I, I know guys who booked trains for Saturday and stuff, and mm. God, as if your club didn't know that Commonwealth Games on that. That's just, I think you're on about their poor management for the club. I, yes. I, I can't believe it. It's We've like been doing three, it four weeks before it. Yeah, Perfect. we've been doing it all season. We played Plymouth in the FA Cup last season, and it was an evening game, and I can't remember exactly what the announcement was over the tannoy, but it was something over like the trains back from Birmingham New Streets. If you want to get back, if you're taking the train to the Plymouth fans, you need to go now and the game was still going on. It's like, I mean, come on. Like, who sorted yeah, that out? Yeah. Plymouth. They're like from right down the yeah. other end of the country. They come up to Birmingham on a Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. night, whenever it was. Yeah. It's just poor management from all sides, I suppose. It's like, yeah, if you've got away fans who have spe- uh, specific booking needs, like, arrange it for yeah. them, make a good match their experience, but... Good match yeah. day experiences or something that this club yeah. has lacked. It just seems mad. I mean, the club will probably blame the police, etc. But you mm. know, the come on games, everyone knows when they've been on. And yeah, God, if they've had a problem, it's just again, the fans just get the, the poor end of the stick, don't they? But yeah, uh, like we always do. Yeah. It's just it is what it is, case, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, poor man. Mm. Well, uh, I will just quickly ask for your final prediction. Um, because although we have already touched on this, but I'd like a firm score prediction from you. And uh, yeah. Janino Bacuna, Lucas Djokovic sent off, and uh, was it with five 0 That'll do. But no, uh, no, I'm going to go one one there, Tommy. I, I mm-hmm. think uh, I think we might take the lead. I think you might come back and, and to be honest, like keep mentioning if our performances anything but and something to build and I think we'd take that but yeah I'm interested in your mindset obviously you mentioned there you'd take a job but yeah. I think building on last week and we and, and managed to watch uh, our video back and be like licking his lips on the, what we're going on last week because we should have been out three yeah. four down to be half time but I think it's a just different the, game but yeah mm, I think it's just our strikers that let us down sometimes obviously we've got Dean yeah. but 
I don't know whether his age is starting to show a bit. I don't yeah, know how good. Yeah, he didn't play much last year, did he? Yeah. No. I d- also, like, I doubt Hogan, Scott Hogan's abilities at, the, at this sort of level now. He's starting to get on a bit as well. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting to see. I think a draw is a fair point for both of us, really, because obviously coming off yeah. a poor performance on the first day for you and us coming off after a good performance, or decent-ish performance yeah. against Luton, I think that's... a. I think that's a fair way to end this uh, little chat. So I think it's a fair enough. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, all the best, mate. And uh, yeah, mm. good, good to chat to you. Wicked, yeah. Well, I will just quickly sign off before we uh, finish this uh, episode here. Um, if you want to uh, have a look at the podcast that because uh, he does, uh, I'll be sure to put them all in the description down below. Uh, if you're listening to this on a audio platform, then I'm not too sure. Uh, I don't do very well other than YouTube, I can't be honest. Um, but thank you very much, Carty, for coming on and talking to us. Cheers, Tom. This has been very cool. You too, mate. And uh, we'll see you later. Keep right on. Sports Social Podcast Network.